Welcome to the very first episode of The Cafeteria. I must say it is an honour for you to have me here today. I literally just landed in South Australia to open Tina Arena's 2022 Adelaide Cabaret Festival this weekend. So I felt it as fitting as a lycra suit that his mum made him that my very first guest should be none other than Adelaide-born, come journalist, come international superstar, Hans, or as some of you may not know him, Matt Gilbertson. Strap in for a very funny episode where we talk all things audience hostility, German translation, and of course, showbiz. Hans, international superstar, sex symbol, accordion, gossip, bitch, and Beyonce enthusiast. I am, of course, German, as you can hear from this genuine accent. Kids, <laughs> I hope you brought your notebooks because you're about to receive an education. Matt Gilbertson, welcome to the cafeteria. Catherine Alcorn, you know what? I There aren't enough podcasts, so what a thrill it is to be here. And your first you never forget your first. No, you don't. You I wish I could. <laughs> and the car had happened in. <laughs> um, you get mobbed everywhere. Oh my you god! Go. Well, here we walk in. Karen, who runs the podcast studio. Oh, Hans, I love. I didn't no, go no, to your no, show. No, 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 that wasn't I didn't wasn't go it. to your show, but I love you. <laughs> no, you walked in and she said, "Gosh, you look you, like you look like Hans." Yeah, funny about that, Karen. Jesus. Because he is. <laughs> and did she go to your most recent she show? Did not. No, she, she did not. didn't. Oh, well, but that's okay. Next time, I'll get Karen. her back. I've already slashed her tyres <laughs> while we were setting up the microphones. So, <laughs> All right, well, let's start at the top. I, I reckon that I've let's got you. Let's start at the very beginning. Let's start, it's a very good place to start. We're going to have a, a myriad of uh, Sound of Music oh, references, I'm sure, throughout will. this episode. Yes. A Miriam <laughs> of Sound of Music <laughs> You're terrible, Miriam. You are. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I reckon that I've got you at possibly the best time because you have just finished your sold-out Adelaide Fringe show. The title of that show was? Hans, A Night at the Simph Honey. Oh, (laughs) it gets better and better. It's fun. I always – I not only look forward to – you releasing another show, most most importantly because of the artwork that always goes yes. with it. I think that the um, the the one where you were crouching down and you ha- oh, as Nicki Minaj, thank you. That one, yes. yes, when we yeah. did with I did uh, <laughs> I did all the hip hop songs as in cabaret Hunts in Dust House. Yes, <laughs> could you get no, away with that now? Problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> well. I don't know. I think you are, maybe. Well, let's reboot it and see what happens. Let's reboot it. Yes, I like that. Thank you. Yes. All right, so how was your 2022 Adelaide Fringe show? Pretty low-key, yeah. So I've heard. (laughs) So I've heard. It was good. It was good fun. We had an 18-piece orchestra. We had six dancers, and we were at the beautiful Thebi Theatre, which I'd never played before. No. And it is stunning, and there's little... Juliet balconies on oh, each side. Romeo, so of course Romeo. I did a bit of a Ever Peron, you know. <laughs> Screw the middle classes. That kind of business. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Yes. And how was it? It was good fun. Was did everyone nice. laugh, cry? All of the above. All of yes. the above. There was tears, sweat, chafing. <laughs> And that was just the audience. 
So we had a fun we had a fun weekend. It was uh, really fun. Yeah. Tell me about how you build a show because your shows just keep getting bigger and better and sweatier and chafier. They do get sweatier. Much sweatier. So where do you start when you're considering your next show, your next big production? Right. Um, well, each of them have a slightly different theme, I think. So that's kind of... <laughs> that's there kind it of, is. There that's it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Come up with the concept. That's what I would say. And then, uh, you know, put words in between. Funny words, hopefully. <laughs> Funny words. Yeah. Maybe, but you're an insult comic. Or Hans is an insult comic, right? A little bit, yeah. Uh, so, a little bit, yeah. Well, from everything I've seen on YouTube, <laughs> I would say 100%. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. Where but I you- think I think the thing with Hans is the joke is always on me first. That's what I always try to do, at least, I hope. So, so is it kind of like a, a beat them to the punch thing so they can't they can't heckle 100%. me. Yeah, I guess so. I think, you know, also, I mean, it's a six foot three fake German in sequence, you know, so if I'm saying something about somebody's outfit, who's really the one, you know, that you're laughing at? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that's how you get a little bit of license is because it's never done with any malice. Of course. Yeah, I hope. And Sometimes it is, you know. Some, <laughs> oh my God, on Friday night, you would have loved it. There, oh my God, there was a woman at the front who got my attention really, very quickly. Her name was Leanne. Um, and if anybody was at the show, they'll know exactly who I was talking about. She was there with her daughter, and I could tell pretty early on they were quite overserved. Let's say that. Right. Yes. And then I came back from interval. And they had five bottles of champagne between the two of them. Girls. Empty. And so I grabbed Empty. all the bottles <laughs> and I lined them all up on the, on the stage. And you look over and the orchestra and the band are like losing it. So Friday night in Adelaide. Friday at the night fringe, in Adelaide. Five bo- go girls. Exactly. And so did they behave themselves? Not, not always. <laughs> so you have to manage that a little bit because yes. you want to, you, you know, you want to address what's going on because everybody else can see it. Of course. But then you don't want to give them too much that they take over or, you know, it becomes annoying for everybody. But you know that they have brought f- – they- they're in the front row. Yeah. Like they want to be seen. They want to be part of that show. Yes. And you are a, a cabaret artist. It's totally part of the experience to bring the audience into the show and vice versa. Yeah. And for you, when we were allowed to go out. I used into to the, go into the audience. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God, I'd perform a on, show on, on somebody's lap, lap if I could. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, there is that balance between acknowledging them and, and you know, giving them some length of rope, but then also staying in control. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so how do you do that? Oh, uh, that, you know, that is probably when I might get a little bit brutal. <laughs> shut them down, shut them down. Stay yeah. in your box, Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's also about getting the rest of the crowd on your side yeah. as well. So, you know, which if they are being really annoying is easy to do. Very much. You know? Very much. Just everybody, you're saying what everybody else is thinking. There are, Except you've got a microphone. <laughs> exactly. That's what I always say. I'm like, I'm the one with the mic. What is the bet middle line? Shut your hole, honey. Mine's making, making money. money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who are some of those other divas, those famous superstars who, who are comedians, actresses, singers that you have just 
who you're obsessed with, who inspires you. Yeah, I think there is a lot of... Uh, Hans is basically a conglomeration of everything I grew up watching. So A hybrid. A hybrid, Bette Midler, Liza Minnelli, that sort of stuff. My mum and my grandma used to take me to see Bob Down every year yep. at the Fringe, like from when I was like 13. And now He's we're, a master as he's well. He's the gold standard. I agree. I agree. And... He can pay me for that now. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. I, and then, you know, I grew up watching like Fast Forward, Ab Fab, Kath and Kim, all of that. So I think a lot of that informed most of the comedy part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also have a background in journalism and you have... I you, I mean, you are Mr. Adelaide. A background in it. It's my job. <laughs> it's not a background. <laughs> Sorry. I actually still, do work at is. the newspaper. Yeah. Read all about it. Read all about it. So you work at the Adelaide Advertiser. That's where I first met you. Disclaimer, listeners, I have known uh, Matt Gilbertson for Well, how else did you con- convince me to do this crap? I mean, Jesus, let's Thanks be real. Much. He's so supportive, isn't he, folks? Just I'm here. See what I, see what I'm I deal here, with. aren't I? Yes, and I you're making a, it known. I didn't pull a Karen. <laughs> And just say, oh, no, I love oh, you, but, but I, I didn't, didn't get show, to the show. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, can we just acknowledge, Karen, I know you're out there listening. God, it's been a bitch of a couple of years for her name, hasn't it? Oh, hasn't it? Yes. I mean, many, oh, many songs have been Karen. written about yeah. Karen. Um, but look, she's here. She's, she's doing here. her thing. She's, Keep on um, keeping on. She's, she is. Get yeah, you- right back to where we started from, that kind of business. <laughs> And it's all right. Yeah, I don't know how much you can you sing, otherwise you'll have to pay. To where you started from. Shush, That's Karen. it. That's it. You're not allowed to play, <laughs> sing anymore, otherwise you have to play, pay a licensing fee. That's right. What have we got? Ten seconds or so, I think. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that's where I first met you. Yes, at the advertiser. At the yes. advertiser. So, and you were interviewing me for uh, a season of my show, The Divine Miss Bet, that I was doing. His phone's ringing, folks, just for everyone that'll, that'll at home. Somebody it never at the stops. Advertiser He's going to take it. Oh, my God. Yes. No, I'm not. I'm on do, do Not Disturb. <laughs> what does that tell you? So you were interviewing me for, uh, this is 2012, you were interviewing me for a season of The Divine Miss Bet that I was doing at a little venue in Adelaide that is Called no that longer problem. with us. Not my yeah. fault. Don't blame uh, don't blame me. Um, just another casualty of the last 12 years. Um, Lab OM. It was beautiful, Lab OM, it run was. by my friend Paul Bolan. And um, yeah, it was Catherine. beautiful. So that, that came about because the place where I first started doing Hans was called the Weimar Room. And that was like a pop up venue on Heine Street. It's now a nightclub called Downtown. And it used to be an arcade called Downtown. Downtown. Um, but in the in middle of that, it was called the Weimar Room. But when the Weimar Room shut, it was like we needed another kind of small nice. cabaret venue. And Paul opened La Boheme and it was fabulous. We loved it. I loved it. I mean, the stage was about the size of this desk, but it was fabulous. Yeah. And it yeah. had its beautiful upright piano. And so that's where we first met. So the disclaimer It had a beautiful is, c- community as well. So, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very supportive. Yeah. Very supportive for, you know, established and emerging artists. You could always go into La Boheme. Yes. You could, you know, jump up on the stage and try out some new material. It was kind of like the Butterfly Club in Melbourne. Yeah. It was that sort of. It was, yes. Yeah. I remember one of my earliest memories of La Boheme was uh, there was uh, they did Eurobeat at Her Majesty. So it's also down the road from Her Majesty's yeah. Theatre. So a lot of people would go to La Boheme after shows. So there was a season of Eurobeat, which was the Eurovision musical. 
my friends and I went to see the show that night and then we all went to La Boheme and all the cast came in and it turned into this impromptu cabaret show. Everybody got up. Julia Zamiro was there and we were just like, this is amazing. And of course... I had the accordion in the car, so it was like, bust it out, you know, and it was just the best night, and it was that kind of a venue where anything could happen, a show could just appear out of nowhere. Oh, that's so exciting. That sounds yeah. like the good old days. Oh. <laughs> the good old days of showbiz. Yeah. So um, tell me about what led you to journalism and and – yeah, start there. So I was performing as Hans around Adelaide for a little while, and then I eventually got a job at Nova Breakfast Radio mm-hmm. doing celebrity gossip. And I was there for a few years, and it was around the time where I think in the first few weeks was the week that Britney Spears shaved her head. So <gasps> if you remember, it was kind of when celebrity gossip, gossip there was an explosion. Sure. You know, so at the time it was Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, that kind of That era, era, yes. So I was there to kind of do celebrity gossip as Hans in the breakfast show, and I would pop up, you know, four times during the show. And I was kind of like the third wheel of their breakfast show. <laughs> you and, sound so thrilled about that. <laughs> well, look. You could I mean, have offered so much more. <laughs> you knew who else was on. Um, yeah, but from there I... Uh, eventually, I was there for three years, I think, and there the um, well, she's now you know a friend of mine. She uh, was go- the gossip writer at the Sunday Mail at the time. Was going on maternity leave, mm-hmm. and I'd heard that they were looking for someone, and they always had trouble filling that role. So I met with the editor, and yeah, kind of got the gig, and then I'm there twelve years later. Wow! So, mm. And you still love it. I do, yeah. I've been able to – also, you know, because I write the entertainment pages and the gossip pages and everything, a lot of my Hans work or my performing work, you know, there's a lot of crossover, like meeting you. You're quite a highlight. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? You meet a lot of the same people and, yeah. And you mentioned – being a fan and growing up watching Abfab before. And yes. I remember the day that you got to interview and Patsy meet and, and greet I was Patsy so nervous. Oh, oh, my God. It was the best. Talk me through the entire thing. Oh, oh my God. What, it was in Melbourne and it was they did the movie, which, let's be honest. You the know, movies are never as great as the series. The movies series. are never I as I mean, Sex in the City, please. Oh, God. And don't start like, don't start talking about it just like that. Shady as. Um, and just like Shady has. Uh, <laughs> no, it was it was great. It was, you know, I kind of went in there. The, you can look at the, I think it's on YouTube somewhere, but mm-hmm. I, I think they could tell that I knew my, like you I was mentioning Patsy's sister and this and yeah. that. And like, oh, God, oh what God, am I doing? Oh, God, breaking the studio. See, that's how excited I am. That's how excited I am. Yeah, and they were really lovely. And Joanna Lumley, like, when I'm sitting down, getting, she's like, oh, I love what you're wearing. And I'm like, oh, I love your nails and all of this sort of stuff. And and we were trying to work out a way to tie it into Adelaide because, you know, it was an Adelaide paper. So we bought all this, you know, local wines yep. and everything. And then they were posing with it. And I so the bird in hand people were Grant Burge. There was a bird in hand one. There was some other one. and True to, they, true to character, though. True to just character. getting pissed. They loved like it. They, they were, were in... taking photos with all the stuff know, and everything. And I was like, it was great. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, there's such icons. They're, they're two of my favourite comedians. But I found it really interesting that they, you know, the whole thing's poking fun at the PR world. Yes. And they were on this massive PR <laughs> junker. And yeah. I was just like, how are you kind of going? 
you the know, PR, PR, PR person. Yes, yes. But of course, the PR people that they're working with were really serious. And, you know, you've got seven minutes and no, you know, you can imagine if Edina was <laughs> <laughs> running that running show. That, yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite favorite lines from Ab Fab, um, Patsy comes in and she says, uh, leggings? No, slacks. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it is the best. It's just the best. Um, so, okay, so you write the gossip column. Now, mm. I've seen how you gather your, your information for the gossip column. I'm doing every it now. Week. <laughs> You're doing it right now. Yep. So what is your process to gather gossip from around Adelaide and the Hills? Well, it's, I mean, it's different every week. It depends on who you've spoken to that week, mm-hmm. what you've heard, things that you've seen. Who's flown in. People fly, you know. What happened when people, people weren't flying in? <laughs> You'd be surprised. There were still things happening. I bet. Just a, it just I gets bet. a little more local, darling. Tell me about one of your wildest experiences with a talent. With a talent? That you've interviewed or this may lead us actually to... I feel like you, you know the story and you want me to say it. Which one is it? Oh, my God. I wildest don't know. Wildest experiences with a talent. Like someone who was just out of this world to you or a total oh. diva or... Well, I think the one I was most excited to interview was Bjorn from ABBA. Oh, my god! That was really cool. So When I they was, announced their most recent album? No, it wasn't that. It was, um, it was actually, I was in Stockholm for Eurovision, and it was the year that Dami Im was doing the, and that was amazing. Yeah, she's and, you incredible. Know, I grew up watching Eurovision, obviously, and I'm I think shocked. if you want to go to Eurovision, Sweden's where you want to go, of right? Course. So I went. I was actually just going on a holiday and applied for media accreditation at the last minute, going, "Well, if something happens, maybe I'll do an interview or something over there and file it for the newspaper." Um, so I ended up, you know, getting an interview with Dami and uh, after the semi-final and wrote a bit of a thing, and then we got this email: "Do you want to interview Bjorn?" And I was like, <gasps> "What?" <laughs> So for me, he's like Paul McCartney, you know? (laughs) Yes, I feel like Benny and Bjorn. This is what I always say. The Beatles invented music and ABBA made it great. Snap. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, it's true, isn't it? I mean, they're just, they're they're icons. The winner takes it all. Oh, my God. Come on. I mean, let's be real. Without them, we wouldn't have had Muriel's wedding. Hello. We wouldn't have had... Meryl Streep on a rock. Oh, my God. And um, the husband, who was it? Um, oh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I did not mention that We wouldn't that have had Cher's cover album. Oh, I love the Cher Abba album. Wasn't it amazing? Well, she was meant to be doing another one. And it's like, where is it? Come where on. is it? And what else is she going to do on it? Honey, honey? What is she going to hasta manana? Bang a boomerang. Oh, look, Cher, if you're listening, which I know you are. Nina, pretty ballerina. We've got the request. You get it. Yeah, you've got a super request here from Matt Gilbertson. I am behind you. I will always find you. I am the tiger. Again, lyrics to a song, not a threat to you, Cher. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. So I want to talk about, I obviously have known you for 12 years. Long years, mm. and watching your ascension into superstardom oh, has been well, I mean, extraordinary. The room isn't big enough look at for where his I am head. Now. Hey, there are four this walls. You know, there we've got a technician walls. here. This and is and real there's shit. good lighting. Good yeah, lighting. Thank you very I've much. Come what straight from the gym. What do you whatever. say? <laughs> is that where you were? Your tan's worn off, by the way. It's I know. Already gone. It's been a week. Oh so, gosh, and a lot of sweat. Doesn't. Oh, I don't want to know. I know. Um. So you. 
you've you've been performing Hans for already 10 years and then you get this extraordinary opportunity to perform as Hans in mm. not Australia's Got Talent, America's Got yeah, Talent. not even for Danny Minogue. Not even I mean, for Danny. Not even Red Simons. This was the Kylie budget. You were this flown. This was the Kylie budget. You were finally on the Kylie budget. You were yes. flown over to America to perform as Hans on America's Got Talent. Yes, and I remember telling you before it had happened, and yes. I was like, so this is what's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. And I was very, look, my attitude at so what happened was I, I had yeah how did it come about tell well, I'd, me I'd performed in Edinburgh we did our show there and then I got Edinburgh an email, Fringe Edinburgh Festival. Fringe Festival yeah sorry which is the the world's biggest fringe festival yeah massive there are what over and it's hard work yeah yeah go full ahead on. yeah um, so you're at Edinburgh and you're at performing Edinburgh, actually it was after Edinburgh and I'd performed my show so this would have been 2017. Mm-hmm. And I got an email from a producer at AGT and it was like, hi, I'm from Hollywood and blah, 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 blah. blah. And it read like the Nigerian prince. Scam. I was going to say scam scam mail. It did. Can I pay to advertise on your Facebook page? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what it did. That's what I, and at first I was like, what, what do you mean? And then eventually I ended up speaking to this guy who's now a good friend of mine, Richard. Um, And, then I worked out what the show was. So, you know, we've all grown up watching these reality shows. And we, we're trying to think of them as a competition show. And it's like, oh, you know, but what if what happens if you get voted out in the... But then They're I started They're a minefield, right? Like that, reality TV is a total minefield. Well, it can be. But then I started thinking about it more as a variety show. And right. when I thought of it like that, it was much more comfortable for me because mm-hmm. it was like, well, that's what I'm used to doing, mm-hmm. you know? And then so he, used to going in, just doing a spot, doing a doing a five or six exactly. minute spot, and then leaving. Yeah, yeah. And he worked, and he kind of explained to me that my act was something that they uh, they don't really have a lot of character comedy in America. Mm-hmm. It's not really a culture like it is here, like yeah. with a Bob Down or a Dame Edna, or, or even you know, the UK. Well, it is more in the UK. Yeah. Or, you know, you have like Julian Clary and stuff like that. But in America, it's, I mean, they have drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's not as much of a comedy cabaret culture as um, it is here. Mm-hmm. So they, he explained to me that the acts that they kind of have trouble casting on the show are the camp ones that aren't quite drag queens mm-hmm. and also people that can talk back to the judges. Right. And then I was like, oh, that's my act. You know, I think. Because you improvise a lot, don't you? Like all there's of it, a, yeah. all of it's improvised. So Pretty much. I had, I've never written a script for right. any of my shows. Right. I have dot points, maybe. Mm. Yep. Anchors that you know you want to come back to, and maybe intros before certain songs. Correct. But in between that, you're always constantly playing with the audience, which 100%. means your wit is on, your quick fire, you're and reacting to what's happening in the room, what's happened on that day, what's yep. happening in the news, what's happening in. So yeah, Globally. every every. Where I do my show, it's always different. Yeah. And I think people think, oh, if they come and see your show in Melbourne, they're going to go, oh, well, it was a very Melbourne show. And I'm like, no, 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 well, it is everywhere you go. You know what I mean? So it's a very Adelaide show when I'm in Adelaide, obviously, because you're making local references and, you know, and people on AM radio, you know, the people that they, (laughs) Adelaide people know, (laughs) or Melbourne people know, or, you know, Sydney people know, whatever. And it's almost impossible to, to really script. 
a cabaret show in that sense because you are at the mercy of what's in the room that night. You're 100%. at the mercy of the the personalities or the the Leanne's that are in the front row yeah. with her daughter and the seventy bottles of champagne. So I certainly know when Ooh. I'm going in to um, to a new audience or a new show that. It, like you, it's rare that I script anything because I want it to be fresh. I want it to be new and I want yeah. it to be for that room and that room only. Exactly. So that they get a really unique experience that night. Exactly. And it also means they can come back and buy a ticket for tomorrow night and the show will and be they, completely and be totally different. different. And they do. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I yeah. have people that come multiple nights so that, you know. So that's what they were looking for mm-hmm. at America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And I remember the night of the first audition, which you can look up, is uh, we do Proud Mary. The, it was extraordinary. They, uh, well, it's edited really well. You know, they. <laughs> so edited, you're saying it was rubbish, but the, no, they no, edited. no, 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 no. <laughs> it actually was better, I think, in the room, right? Than the way they edited because they do the thing where I walk out and people are like, "What is this?" And then it's a, an explosion. Yeah. The audience that night were. It was like somebody had double dropped in all of their drinks. <laughs> they were on fire, <laughs> literally from the moment I walked out there. They were just, they were so hyped up. I don't know. They've got oh, a warm-up helps, guy. doesn't it? And it was like, I just knew from that moment, it was like, okay, this is, and they were laughing at everything and the whole thing with me and some of, and I was just, that, and that in real life went on and on and on. Yeah. So none of that, none of that shtick with Simon, that was all improvised That's in all the moment improvised. and then you just rode with it. I'm pretty sure at the first audition, they don't actually know who's coming up. Right. So all the stuff with Heidi, with her speaking, I knew she was going to speak German to me. Of course. And I knew how I was going to play it. And, and I actually started just saying random German words to her. And apparently in the edit, there's a point where Scary Spice says to Heidi, what's he saying? What's he saying? And she goes, I don't know. He's just talking songs and books <laughs> like this. But that got cut out. Oh, damn. That's I know. I know. But, you know, they've only got a limited amount of time. So we do the song. And then... Um, yeah, it was kind of, and Tyra Banks was, re- she was the host at yes, the time. Yeah. And she and I were really, because, you know, Tyra's a showgirl, oh, really. And she is, so all of the, all of the parts of the jigsaw puzzle lined up well. I, but then again, you know, it could have gone awful as well. But I was kind of prepared for that because I thought, if it does go bad, I will be able to turn that into something right. and how I failed on an international scale. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I was kind of looking for it. And I think, you know, obviously being a character helps in that situation because these reality shows as well, you know, they like a sob story. Of they course, like your they personal story. But with us, we could just make it up. And, you know, the producers and I were like, well, what about if we did this? And what about if I was on, you know, um, Hollywood, the Walk of Fame and I'm trying to sell my merchandise and all of that. And <laughs> they were like, yeah, we had all these scenarios that we were going to, you know. That's so great that they were so open to it because normally those were, things are so controlled, right? And the story's already yeah. picked out for the talent. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they were very open uh, to kind of, you know, because, because again, that that part of it is really the act. The singing and dancing is only you know one tenth of it. The the act really is being Hans, of so. course. And who is Hans? Oh, it's just me. But I say honey more. That's what everybody <laughs> says. Oh, God, that's good. That's so good. It's true. I can vouch for that Pretty very much. much. Uh, Matt Gilbertson is a person that uh, has a song for every uh, occasion. She is a deeply. Feeling person. (laughs) 
in the words of Cece Bloom from Beaches. Don't say it. Don't say it. Cece is a deeply feeling person. She's going to do it. She's going to do it. Oh, God. You've got hair at that point, but we could be here all day quoting pictures. We could quote the whole movie. (laughs) We could. I got a bad back. Uh, I got got a a bad bad attitude. attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. We're friends, aren't we? Oh, you've said that to me two or three times, I'm sure. I have. Um, If she was dead, she would have dropped the bottle. bottle. (laughs) I think I've said that a few times as well. (laughs) To me, I'm sure. About me behind my back. No, she's all right. Yeah. And to your face. What, uh, what is my dating advice to you? Come on. Oh, Matt Gilbertson's dating advice is whatever you do, don't be yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Sage, I would say. <laughs> Sage advice. Yeah. Um, my and who's the single one still? Well, I still, wonder why. This is right. I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Especially, I mean, I couldn't. You must I do the splits not. across two chairs. Oh, my God. That alone. And I have a Thermomix. Come on. I you mean, would think. And you bake. You genuinely <laughs> bake. I could make a pavlova. I know. I've That's seen it. That's got to trap a dick, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try a souffle, darling. Maybe. Not sure. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully it rises. Oh, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> boom, ching. That's when we needed our little, the, yeah, our little drums yeah. and our little, um, our little... Sound effects. Sound, hey, thank SFX. you. Thank you. It's your F- first time. It's all right. My favourite moment on America's Got Talent is when they announced you going through to the final and Heidi did it. In German. In German. And you had no fucking idea. I had no idea. What she yes. was saying. In real life. <laughs> yeah. So they pre-record that one and it's so tense. So what they do is the whole stage goes red and they just film you there in silence and all the judges stare you down like this because they're getting all the camera angles, right? Of course. They, they, they film so much that they, you know, they shoot the shit out of this show. Yeah. So they're filming and filming and filming, and you're literally standing there like, oh, my God, what's this? <laughs> and then a voiceover goes, okay, go for it, Heidi. And then she starts rattling off in German, and I'm standing there <laughs> looking from side to side, and she says, the live shows. And I just go, yeah? And she's like, yeah. And then I remember it was like, okay, great, blah, 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 blah. And as we were walking off in a full-on Australian accent, I just went to the ball of, we are in, right? Like this. And they're like, yes, go ahead. I was like, hey, we did get in, right? Like this. Judges have finished making their final decisions. Will the following acts please come with me to stage? Hans, ich kann dir nur sagen, wir alle finden, dass du was ganz, ganz Besonderes bist. Und deswegen can I sagen, dass es für dich in die Live Show geht? Ja? Ja! Ja! My god, the baby. <laughs> she lives another day, honey. Oh, yes, she does, honey. Mom? Get the sewing machine ready. We're going to the live shows. So the grand final, huge, mm. absolutely yep. huge. What was it? And it was filmed at the Dolby Theatre Yes, um, in downtown LA. And what was that experience like? It is amazing. So the week beforehand, you have a week with, uh, we had Jennifer Lopez as choreographer. The assistant danced with Janet Jackson. All the dancers there are all LA dancers who are all in, you know, Chris Brown film clips, Cardi B, all of that mm. kind of stuff. And they are on it, right? And they Hot. were so much fun to work with. I loved all of that. Like, we were in this warehouse 
you know, miles away. And we just spent the whole week rehearsing, 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 rehearsing. You work with their music producer who wrote, On a night like this. Which to me was like, that was like meeting Paul McCartney it's as well. It's a great so, song. On a night like this. It's like Australia's Hey Jude. <laughs> you know, let's be real. <laughs> I was like, you wrote that song, Graham? Wow. Oh, my God. Um yeah, so I really loved all of that, you know. But then you you get so caught up in all of that and then they're filming all your B-roll stuff and everything that you kind of forget that, oh, I'm actually about to perform this on right. a, and it's live, live. Yeah. Like people were texting me Going from Australia. Out to millions. Millions of people watch this just in America and then you know it's about to go online and blah, 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 blah. And I remember in the ad break, so I did <laughs> – we did Spice Up Your Life because Scary Spice was one Shocked. of the judges. Um, and it was like a winter theme. And so I, I, I was starting the number on a ski lift. And so in the ad break, they took me up in the ski lift. And that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. What the hell's going on? <laughs> and I was literally looking down and going, do you reckon I could jump from there? And then literally the next thing I knew, the music started. And it was like, boom, you just went into it. And then I heard the, the crowd like clapping along colors and I saw Mel B like singing it and I was like tabs were oh my god it's in. happening yes exactly <laughs> and then it was over and then it was like oh wow wow and it's yeah. so quick it's so and quick it's it was like a, a 2 flash. minute number wow. you know so I remember watching it it was extraordinary it was but then they brought me back so then they brought they did a spin-off show which was AGT the champions ah! which was funny as well because like the wild card like the wild card, and this is against people from all over the world. Right. So Jack Vigeon was there. <gasps> yes. Was she? She was there. Um, a few other Australians were there. And um, that's fabulous. What an yeah, experience. It was it was great. What an opportunity. And it is it is a real opportunity. Like whether you win or lose, it's about the people that you meet I knew during I those wasn't experiences. Gonna, listen, I knew <laughs> they were not gonna let fake German from Australia <laughs> win America's Got Talent. Let's be real. But so many things came out. I mean, I got to do their live show in uh, Vegas yes. at the Paris Hotel. Got to travel around all, uh, and do all these talk shows in America, which was amazing in itself. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there are so many opportunities that have happened here in Australia. Yeah. I mean, your relationship with, with Channel 7 is just amazing. Oh, Honey, I've been on Sunrise so many times, people think I have joined One Nation, you know? <laughs> it's just me, Mark Latham and Pauline, isn't it? <laughs> well, they certainly serve you up good packages, don't they? They do. They do. They really put very, a lot very of kind effort to in. Me. Koshy is one of your biggest fans. Adelaide's own. Yes, you know? yes. And Sam Mack. So Sam, Sam Mack is beautiful. Well, we knew each other from radio here in Adelaide. He is very, very, very creative and very clever and a really, really hard worker. He is like one of the nicest people. I love to hear that. In sh- he, he, is, he is such a hard worker. And, you know, he did community radio here. He did community TV shows here. He was like a hustler over mm, and over. And mm-hmm. I remember when he got that gig, I was like, you know, there are sometimes you're really, really happy for people. <laughs> I, every other time I'm really jealous. Of course. But he was one person that I was like, he really deserves this. You deserve yeah. it. And Shout I'll, out to Sam. You Mike. deserve everything you get, Sam. And I really mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, you're an inspiration as a person and an artist to me. Wow. You are. Don't sound so shocked. <laughs> and you were the absolute only one available to do the first ever catheter. What are we calling it? The catheter. The 
Cafe. No, that's when I'm 70 to ask. <laughs> this is called the cafeteria. Oh, like a cafe. Oh, now she's fucked oh, on. Well, now it is my second on. language. The Thank ca- you. <laughs> the cafeteria where everyone gets a serve. I like it. Yeah, Do you know nice. what I've loved the most about this? What? It's all been about me. Yeah, I'm sure. I was shocked. worried that we're going to have to talk about you. You know, I was no, like, Dals. oh, God, I was I, dreading it. Oh, thank you but so I- much. See, friends, <laughs> listeners, how supportive this friend is. I, I take just back what I just Just don't be yourself. Said. Don't be yourself, whatever you do. No, but you've always been one of those artists that, um, well, from what I see, you've got a, you've got a really, really strong belief in yourself. You don't compare yourself. You're gonna you're gonna send me on my way in a minute. But um, in Australia, it can be really difficult. Like there isn't necessarily a box for artists like you and yeah. me to fit in. Yeah. Like we're not going to be on Neighbours. Um, right. You know. <laughs> Well, not now. Well, no one's going to be on papers now. Maybe I could get a gig in the last week and I destroy Ramsey Street as Hans. <laughs> a Kylie Minogue flames. German impersonator. Yes, yeah, she la, 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 la. I just can't get you out and of my street. Up. Like, what was her name in Melrose Place? No, Kimberly. No, remember when Lassiter's literally blew up? Remember when. No, wasn't that E Street? No, for sure it was Lassiter's. Hang it on, was. what is Lassiter's? Is Lassiter's on... is the little village in Neighbours. Oh, is it? Yes. No, it's Erinsborough. Isn't no, it? Erinsborough's the suburb. Lassiter's oh. was the little, oh, okay. like where they used to, where the cafe oh, where the, that where, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Blew I we were always it. more home and away. Oh, really? Sunnier, more colourful, oh, oh, you know? No, nah, I was a Neighbours girl yep. and I remember the Olympics were on one year and they didn't put Neighbours on on a Friday night and who was sitting on the couch crying as a seven-year-old? I loved Kylie Minogue. I, yeah. abs- I lived for oh, Kylie obviously. in those days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, Kylie and Jason. Oh, it's incredible. And it's sad that it's gone because it's launched so many amazing 100%. careers. I can't believe but that also all the people someone that hasn't come in to save Neighbours. yeah. All the people that work, you know, the crew and the makeup artists and this and then the costumes and like it's that's, a, that's a huge industry. So many people in are Melbourne. Good. I know. Mm. It's devastating. I still had hopes that I was going to be on it one day. Well, you know what they should do to save it? Register it as a sport and then <laughs> and then the government will fly in. Shoot it in a Hello. shoot it in a stadium. There you go. You know, I mean, get you know Shane Crawford or whatever. <laughs> I that's, uh, that's the only one that I could think of. <laughs> Barry Hall, get Rebecca Judd on there Barry somewhere. Hall's boxing now, Dals. He's, Is he? Yep, he's I've got boxing no idea. now. Yeah, yeah. I've got no idea and no interest and actually. No, no, that's and that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. We um, yes, we we do have to put up with the likes of competing with sports when it comes yeah. to support in Australia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, neighbours is a real shame. A real mm. shame. But anyway, hopefully something bigger and better comes along. Mm. But R.I.P. Look, I'm still Ramsey getting over Wentworth. Oh. That was great. You know, I loved I love. I know you love Wentworth. I love, I love Old Prisoner. Oh. Bring Prisoner back. That's just one We've set. We've got a nodding head you know? over here. Yeah, Ron loves oh, Prisoner. Oh, yeah, Lizzie. But, well, Karen. Karen. I mean, she's, Karen is a Prisoner. She is like a real-life Lizzie. Yeah. Oh, look, darling, oh. I didn't come to your show. <laughs> oh, shut up, B. Karen's having a serve. Karen's getting a Karen, serve. Poor Karen. That's all right. She'll be front row <laughs> with seven bottles of champagne at the next She will one. be. She'll, She'll serve will. me, right? Leanne's her sister, I'm sure of it. Yeah, they'll all be there. Exactly. They'll all be there. Exactly. Um, 
But talking about this sort of person, the way that you approach your career, the way that you approach your career, I know that you have started since um, uh, America's Got Talent happened and your world has just exploded. You're now working with a fabulous manager, David, mm. who... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> talking about a serve. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the world has really opened up for you. Um, and... What I love most about you is that you do really just stay in your lane. You stay really focused on what you're doing and you know your worth. You know, you've really come to know your worth, which I think is really, really important. Yeah. I think that uh, comes with experience mm-hmm. and sadly... Uh, A yeah. lot of knockbacks. <laughs> well, not only that, I think sadly being taken maybe for granted sometimes and then you kind of go, actually, I think I've done enough for this group of people for whatever, and, yeah, maybe. Well, she's raising the eyebrows. I love it as she takes a sip on her water with a pinky right up there. Look it up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, what is next for you and what is Mm. next for Hans? Can you tell? Well, Where do our listeners find tickets? You can check all of my dates at hansofficial.com. And I will be coming to your local area ASAP. Obviously, after the two, last two years, it's difficult to plan things straight away. So but we are working on going as many places as possible this year. That's very exciting. So your mum, Joanne, who makes all of your costumes, she is does. she's she's shackled, working. shackled to the genome. <laughs> as I say, I've now I've taken a leaf out of Britney Spears's book. I put her under a reverse Britney, and I've got her under conservatorship. <laughs> Free Joanne is what they're going to be. People marching down the streets of Adelaide with glitter and, you know, wanting her to be. Just like throngs of sequins, reels and reels of sequins and feathers. She Mm. makes extraordinary costumes, though. It's a look a mother can be proud of, isn't it? It's a look only a mother can be proud of, (laughs) I I would say. Yes. Well, Matt Gilbertson, thank you so much for coming on the cafeteria this afternoon. What a contractual obligation today has been. Thank you so much. It has been an honour to be your absolute only person available for your first episode. Thank you. I'm, I have no doubt that this will, you know, just play to tens of people. And thank you very, very much, Catherine. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, that is it for our very first episode of The Cafeteria. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts. Also, guys, share it with your friends. Help me get the word out. If you'd like more information or to get in touch, head to katherinealcorn.com. I'll be back next week with more colourful characters, hilarity and entertainment just for you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.